Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you? Wonderful. A lot of hockey this weekend, ahead of a lot more hockey coming up as schools get back in session. We'll talk about what uh, the schools are coming up to. Uh, we had a couple schools already at it. Some rescheduling, some this, some that. Uh, Team Maryland out in Apple Corps, uh, a, uh, a sweep for them. A preview of that and a review of that. And the uh, Maryland Black Bears, we'll start off with them. Making some moves, moving and shaking, uh, I have to say. First off, we got a uh, commitment, the sixth commitment of the year for the Black Bears, and that's Tyler Young, the first-round pick of this past uh, draft. For the Black Bears, uh, made his debut a couple weeks back. Um, well, a couple weekends, game weekends back. Uh, and he has made an indelible mark so far on this team. Uh, and it got him a nice little scholarship to Hockey East and Merrimack College, a place I got accepted to. Fun fact, no one cares. Uh, but uh, Young gets himself a commitment there. Big shout-out to him on doing that. And we'll talk about his week that was um, a little later on. And Jack Planchette is the newest Maryland Black Bear as the Black Bears make a trade uh, ahead of this past weekend's game as they send Philip Tornquist over to Wichita Falls, and uh, they get uh, Blanchette in uh, in return. Both defensemen, both left-handed shots, both kind of about the same size. So we'll see what kind of things this does for the Black Bears team as a whole. Philip Tornquist, a, uh, a pretty key member on the Black Bears team last season. Uh, this season, a big member of the power play as uh, he had some eight goals and a lot of them on the power play, a lot of hammers from him uh, on the off wing. So uh, Black Bears will lose on that, but Blanchette uh, made dividends in the last uh, weekend, uh, his first weekend for the Black Bears. So you give up something, you get something else. So it's a, it's a give and take game. But uh, thanks to Philip Tornquist for his service. Well, with the Maryland Black Bears, it was a good time uh, coming in as a, you know, a, mid, a mid-season pickup from Sweden, uh, along with Hans Colleen, and then sticks with the team. Uh, and getting named alternate captain as well this season. And the leadership that he will uh, undoubtedly miss. Uh, but Blanchett, a uh, 0-3. So he's got a couple more years left. He is also a Lake State commit. Um, joining Vlad Polagoshko and, of course, Brandon Piku in that instance. So we'll see if that helps a little bit. And we'll see if uh, Blanchett stays a little bit uh, after this season. We'll have to see. In any case, the Black Bears did have a big weekend, their first game in 20 days as they took on the first place in the East, New Jersey Titans, and this was a battle uh, as advertised this weekend, a great matchup between these two squads uh, that saw pretty much a, a lot of everything, a lot of variety. If you if you enjoyed yourself variety in your hockey, this was it. Uh, we'll start off with Friday because that comes before Saturday. And the Black Bears uh, get off to, you know, an up-and-down kind of start. They uh, they had themselves on their heels a little bit. New Jersey got on things quick. Michael Morelli was spe- uh, spectacular in the early going. Faced a lot of tough opportunities, but kept the puck out of the net. Sprawling saves, playing his game, uh, keeping the things knotted up at zero to start. Uh, but then just about halfway through the period, hey, new pickup, instant dividends. Jack Planchette gets the puck. Wheels it around the the you know walks in a little bit top of the circle rips it home has a great celebration into our boy Johnny P, 
uh, and he gets his sixth of the season. First is a Black Bear, Brandon Piku, his 20th assist. Jesse Horacek, his third assist on secondary. It was one nothing Black Bears. Black Bears kind of woke up towards the end of the period, too. Uh, not on their heels anymore. Putting shots on Andrew Tackett. Tack is making some pretty solid saves in that the former Black Bear and Maryland native standing tall for the Titans. 14-9 were the shots, one to nothing the score, both in favor of the Black Bears as we go into the second frame. As in the second frame, transition hockey was the big thing for the New Jersey Titans in this one. Uh, 531 in the frame, Anthony Calafiore uh, finishes off a wonderful three-on-two for the Titans, and he gets his 14th of the season to knot the game up at one. And then after a Laker-Aldridge uh, checking from behind minor, just as that expired, Stephen Willie puts one home in front of the net, and uh, next thing you know, Titans are up 2-1 to one in this one. Maryland doing all they can, putting everything on tack as it was not for a lack of trying. A couple posts here, a couple missed opportunities there. Uh, big saves from Takis, big blocks from the Titans defense, 18 shots in that second frame overall, and the Black Bears drop it uh, that period. Uh, they're down 2-1 to one going into the third frame, but things got off to a very quick start. Ryan Bottrell in this one, he gets himself cutting through the defense, going around the net a couple times, taking a little tour, uh, tour decrease in that one. And then picks up a uh, Brad McNeil shot, puts home the rebound. It is a tie game. That's Bottrell's ninth of the season. Brad McNeil, his 14th assist. Matthew Davies, ninth assist on the season. And then a few moments later, a highlight real goal as Tyler Young just went ahead and nutmegged a defender for the Titans, put it through his legs, then puts it over the glove of Takis for his third of the year unassisted. And that put the Black Bears up 3-2. to two. But it was short-lived, however, as uh, 20 seconds later. Ryan Coughlin on a rush off the faceoff. Cuts the Black Bears a little bit uh, too much into celebratory mode, a little bit of hype mode. And he gets his eighth of the season to tie the game. Black Bears, again, putting a lot of pressure on Takis. It seemed that the ice tilted that way, uh, uh, outchanced the, uh, the Titans in this one. And, uh, yeah, still, Takis standing strong. Double digits and shots all the way through for Maryland, uh, and uh, it resolved nothing at the end of 60 minutes. We had to go to extra time. And in the extra time, the Black Bears did have a little bit of possession, but it seemed that they just couldn't sustain it. It was one rush, shot going wide, or shot being deflected, and New Jersey regroups and holds possession. Uh, New Jersey had all three shots in the overtime frame, and it ended after uh, a, uh, a nice little passing play. That ended in Nickering's seventh goal of the year with 50 seconds remaining in regulation, and that would do it 4-3. to three. The final Maryland picked up at least a point in that game. 25 saves for Michael Morelli, and all oh, honesty, Morelli had a great game. A lot of those goals, goal scorers, goals moving left to right. You know, you can, you can only do so much unless you have a, a elastic arms in that one. So um, uh, he did all he could. Uh, couldn't get the win, but a point gets out of it for Maryland as they go into uh, Game 2. And Game 2 did not get started off great for the Maryland Black Bears. Believe you me, just 33 seconds into the into the game, Brandon Dumas just ripped one home past Luca DePasco. Uh, some sustained pressure early on the go and winning the faceoff and then just getting to the offensive zone for the Titans. And then that ended into a goal, one to nothing early going in this one uh black bears and titans had a lot of chances very offensive first period things going back and forth uh but the midway through the frame ryan bottrell uh 
comes down, streaks down the ring, finds Tyler Young in the clear, puts it home, uh, and that would be a tie game midway through the first period. Ryan Bottrell, that's Tyler Young's fourth. Ryan Bottrell's 29th assist on the season, and Luke Van Wy's 22nd. Luke Van Wy compiling a nice little season uh, quietly for himself uh, in this one. Uh, it was tied after one. Then Miles Gunty in the second. He gets a 32-second goal in there. He picks up a Laker Aldridge uh, rebound. Side of the net puts it home for his seventh of the season uh, to make it 2-1. to one. Black Bears Aldridge gets his seventh assist. Brad McNeil his 15th assist in this one. But penalties started to plague the Black Bears in the second period as uh, off a very odd call in which a Titans defender pushed Aiden Bruich into his buddy Andrew Takis, and uh, got a charging call for that. Don't know how, but got a charging call for that. Uh, next thing you know, Tommy Bannister, his 15th of the year on the power play, ties the game up uh, just under 14 minutes left. And then the Black Bears try to respond. They're, they're kind of on their heels after that. Luca DePasco making some solid saves. Defense getting in front of pucks. Uh, decent transition game for the Black Bears. Not a lot of shots, not a lot of opportunities. A couple... Shots off the post. Um, but, you know, next thing you know, uh, you know, Leo Schwartz beat Takis but couldn't beat the post, and we get ourselves a 2-2 game going into the third period. Third period, Black Bears, again, playing hard, playing, playing, you know, not getting a lot of shots on there but keeping the puck in the zone, keeping some sustained pressure. Blanchette had a, a nice little run of two or three um, zone keeps that he was able to get in one shift. I mean, his... Uh, his ability to keep the puck in the zone was pretty solid. A nice little nice little first weekend for himself. Uh, but back and forth, Titans also trying to attack. Uh, they got themselves a, a power play in the middle of the frame for the uh, Jacob Brockman fight after uh, Coleman knee took a little um, uh, took a little knee to Luca Van Wy. Uh, then Jacob Brockman getting uh, having some umbrage and then having the two-minute instigator and game misconduct on that one. But a back-and-forth game, next thing you know, hey, let's get a Maryland score, and why don't we? Just under four minutes remaining, Brandon Piku from his knees on the side of the net on a wraparound attempt, his 15th of the season, uh, gets that, uh, gets breaks that little ice there, breaks that little tie. Uh, his 15th of the year, Bottrell, 30th assist, Tyler Young, his 8th assist. That first line was clicking. How much were they clicking? Just under a minute 30 later, one of the prettiest passing plays that I've seen uh, the Black Bears have in quite a while. Uh, and we got ourselves a tic-tac goal as Ryan Bottrell gets his 10th assist after a nice little weave play between himself, P uh, Piku, and Young. And that's all she wrote for that one. Bottrell, 10th of the year. Piku, 21st assist. Tyler Young, 9th assist. And uh, they held down the fort at the end the last couple minutes. And that's all she wrote on this one. That first line, the three stars of the night, can't deny that. As the Black Bears take this one 4-2, Luca DePasco, another win for him under his belt. 36 saves in the winning effort as the Black Bears take three of four points in this one. About as good as you can get outside of a sweep. Um, a solid showing for this team, and they also have two games in hand on the Titans. So as we sit here uh, now... The Black Bears at 32 games with 45 points sitting second. They are 10 points clear of the Johnstown Tomahawks, who they will face in a couple weeks. Uh, and they have uh, one game. Uh, they have one more game played than Johnstown in that one. Uh, they, uh, yeah, New Jersey right now, two points uh, below or above the Black Bears, 47 points. 
going into all this, but man, what a effort. What a fun weekend this was. This was a fun, fun weekend for this team. And just like that, they're back on an off weekend. They're off next weekend, uh, but they have a busy schedule coming up after that. They travel to Jamestown, New York on uh, Friday, next Friday and Saturday. Then they will go to um, New Jersey on a Tuesday night game. A Tuesday night game, kind of getting that second hand from the earlier in the season when they had one game, uh, and then they will return home on the weekend of the 28th and 9th, and they will take on the Johnstown Tomahawks. I believe it's Military Appreciation Weekend that weekend as well. Go to TicketStopMarylandBlackBears.com. Get yourself in on that one and uh, have a good time there. Enjoy yourselves with that. Tyler Young, he had a great weekend too. Second star of the week for the Bauer Stars of the Week as it was an all-goalie. Uh, star of the weekend for that as uh, Tyler Young was second to Cullen DeYoung of the Northeast General. So Tyler Young, big week for him. Commit, big uh, big goal-scoring weekend, big assist weekend, and then there you go. He gets himself a second star. So there you go. Black Bears off next week, but uh, we'll have a little bit of rapport next week to see what's up and how they're going to go into this five-game and eight-day stretch. Team Maryland was back with the ill communications as they went up to uh, the Brewster's Ice Arena, uh, got themselves a little coffee, took on New York Apple Corps in this one. And on Friday uh, evening, afternoon, afternoon, Friday afternoon, had a bit of a tough one in this one against Apple Corps uh, as they pull out the victory in overtime on this. But Apple Corps gave them all they could do. Uh, Apple Corps got the things, uh, got the game started early. Uh, Colin Callanan. With, uh, with the goal uh, midway through the first period, makes it one nothing Apple Corps. Then, just under three minutes remaining in the frame, Bobby Geyer with a nice little weave situation off a drop pass from J.J. Creighton. He puts it home from the slot, and it is tied up at one going into the second frame. In that second frame, Maryland uh, just trying to take it in New York. They were, they were kind of dictating the play a little bit. Their transition play was a little bit better than Apple Corps in this one and ended up with a 9-14 into the frame. Nick Graziano on the even strength, coming down the side, just picks it up on the side, rips it home. Bobby Geyer and Patrick Doyle on the assist on that one. It's 2-1 to one after two. Apple Corps gets on early in the, in the first minute, 42 seconds in. Nick Weber gets an even strength goal, ties it up. And then Team Maryland, Bobby Geyer picking up, uh, picking up where he left off, gets a nice little spot in front. He puts it home unassisted with under four minutes remaining. Puts Team Maryland up, but then... Uh, in a scramble in front, shorthanded, turnover in the corner, puck passed out in front, Callanan gets himself a shorthanded goal, ties it up with 18 seconds remaining in the frame, but the overtime was all Team Maryland. That was thanks to a uh, cross-checking penalty as well as they went to work, and Nick Graziano from Bobby Geyer on the power play. Graziano comes across, whips it home. And it is a 4-3 victory for Team Maryland in this one. Gideon Sullivan, 36 saves in the winning effort on this. Uh, a quick turnaround as they played early in the morning before noon on Saturday. And this was a completely different team. This Team Maryland team dominated New York Apple Corps. They dominated them 55-28 in shots. They dominated them on transition play. Only one little hiccup late in the first period. Uh, would have done it, but we'll get to things first. Passing sustainability in the during the power play was a big key for the first goal, as Maryland really kept the puck in the zone, and even when it came out of the zone, they didn't get let didn't let it go 
further than the red line, the center red line, before they went and went back to work, and it resulted in Jacob Kaczynski's power play goal from Alex Newton and Will Rose, uh, Rosen on that one to nothing. And like I said, late in the first with uh, only 24 seconds remaining, Nick Weber ties the game up for Applecore as they go into the uh, into the intermission, tied up. But Team Maryland, uh, un, uh, un, unrelenting is the word for this. 23 shots in the second period alone they put on, and it resulted in first, and Nick Graziano go just after halfway, uh, just rips it home from the top of the circle. J.J. Creighton, Sander, uh, Sawyer Tanliff on the assist on that one. Then on the power play, Will Rosen picking up an Alex Newton shot in front, and that's 3-1 to one on that one. Uh, Jacob Kaczynski with the secondary assist for that. And then next thing you know, late in the third period, uh, again, more domination for Maryland. Applecourt did get some shots on. In the third period, but Maryland just too much, uh, and then Applecourt puts it into their own net, un uh, you know unceremoniously. Patrick Doyle gets the credit for that, uh, and that's all she wrote. Four to one, the final. This one, Sullivan, twenty-seven saves on a back-to-back win. Uh, just needed one more win, and he could be like Tom Mansky, back-to-back-to-back wins for Gideon Sullivan on this one. So Team Maryland gets back on it. They're having themselves a time as they sit atop the uh, the S- South Division uh, standings. They are currently 21-10-1. They are at 43 points. They are only a five, four points clear of the New Jersey 87s, who they will meet uh, this Wednesday at Piney Orchard, a noontime game. So if you got a lunch break, go down and you know take the afternoon off. Go watch some Team Maryland hockey, or if you can't, go watch it on Hockey TV. And then they're up to Showcase Mon- uh, Sunday and Monday up to uh, – don't know what Showcase this is, but it's in the Northeast because they always are. So uh, three games, and then they're back home on next Thursday as well. So they got a tight schedule to go to as well, but uh, you know what? They're looking good. Uh, top spot in the South Division, and they just have to keep on going. It's going to be a true test on Wednesday to see what this team can do uh, against a- another top talent like the 87s. Uh, in this one, Stevenson's men's squad—they went up to uh, New York. They went up to SUNY schools, and it was a bit of a rough weekend for them, as uh, they took on number two overall in the uh, D three SUNY Geneseo, and uh, Geneseo. Um, nah, they ooh, they had their their way. They had their way with uh, Stevenson, as they win three to nothing on this one halfway through the first. Uh, Jason Seamont with the uh, the win, uh, the first goal of the game turned out to be the game winner, and then Stefan uh, Milanakis with the second goal uh, for Geneseo t- about three minutes later, just over three minutes later on that one, uh, and then Dan Bazio in the second period for Geneseo puts it home five twenty two, and that's all she wrote five to two. Not really much to say in this one. Uh, Ryan Kenny just faced a ton of shots, forty eight shots. Uh, against 45 saves, so a solid effort for Ryan Kenny, uh, given the fact that you know they're playing the number two team in the nation. They are, uh, you know, just against a tough defense um, and offense that was just firing on all cylinders. So uh, three, uh, three nothing on that one. And then they go to uh, Brockport, and not a great, great effort, not a great game for them as well as Brockport gets on Stevenson pretty late in the first period. Uh, Zach Norby on the power play puts Brockport up one to nothing, uh, and that was how the first frame would end. And then a four-goal second period for Brockport, 
Ryan Romero, 356 in, and then the late period frame. They had three goals in under three minutes, starting off, or just over three minutes. I can't do math, ladies and gentlemen. Under three minutes. Uh, Jacob King got the first one at 1535, and then at uh, three-minute even mark, power play goal from Sam uh, DiBedito, and then a power play goal from Jacob King again at 1817 uh, puts the, uh, J- the Brockport team I don't know what their mascot is. Uh, they're up five to nothing in this one. That got Ryan Kenny uh, a little bit of pool treatment as he got pulled after the fourth goal, uh, the 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 Betito uh, goal, and then that put in Marco Sturma. Uh, and then late in the third period, the uh, Stevenson team gets on. Blake Coleman gets a goal. Graham uh, McRoy and Kyle Lightfoot on the assist, but it would do no good. Five to one the final in this one. Ryan Kenny twenty three saves. Uh, he'll get uh, hung with the loss. Marco Sturma gets a uh, 14 saves in his effort on that uh, back into the fold in this one. So Stevenson now they will take on Wilkes and Kings Friday and Saturday from the uh, Sportsplex in Reisterstown. Go ahead, check it out. Check uh, GoMustangSports.com for all the uh, the things that are going on there because you got to have some mask. You got to make sure you're, you're not at yeah, the temperature. Got to make sure things are on the up and up. And uh, that, and check your local listings to see if games get canceled because that seems to be what have happened to uh, the Stevenson women this weekend. They had to cancel or postpone their games with Nazareth due to health and safety issues. Um, everything has been cleared, it looks like, as they will play Tuesday and Wednesday from Reisterstown. I think it's 3.45, game, 3.45 p.m. on both days, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday from the Sportplex. Um, and then right after that, they're hosting Alvernia. Uh, Friday and Saturday night, so four games within the week for the uh, the women, and we will have to see how they come out of this one. Hopefully everybody is safe. Hopefully everybody is doing well, and uh, we will have to take a look at what happens after that next week. Navy's D2 squad was back into effect. Uh, effect? Effect. Effect. There we go. Um, they actually were up in Bridgeport. Not Brockport, Bridgeport. Uh, as they took on, they had a double hitter on Saturday. They played the Coast Guard Academy on Saturday daytime. Then the Bridgeport Islanders played somebody. And then uh, Saturday night, they took on the Massachusetts Maritime Academy. On the daytime, 6-1 to one was the final. They dropped that to Coast Guard. Uh, and then the Maritime game, there was no score on that. So it doesn't look like it's in the record book either. So we'll have to assume what happens on that for there. But D2, they are back. In effect, they are back at McMullen this weekend. They will take on Liberty, 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 Liberty. Friday, uh, Friday night, Saturday uh, morning-ish, Saturday brunch time. Uh, and if you want to go to McMullen, go ahead and check that again. Mass required in those arenas, I do believe. So check your local listings for uh, all restrictions available. And college hockey coming back into form as a couple – they're starting to get back into school. This coming weekend, we got ourselves uh, Towson, Towson D1. They'll be playing at Rochester Institute of Technology Friday and Saturday night. They'll be back on that. In this one, and also, it seems that the Navy D2 women, they will have a schedule announcement soon for their spring semester games, but according to the DVCHC website, they're supposed to take on Rowan on Saturday. Take that with a grain of salt, because in the ACHC uh, website, they have them taking on West Virginia the 21st and 22nd, and that was their first games back. They don't have that Rowan game on there. So we'll have to see how this all pans out. Uh, check out the uh, the Navy Women's Hockey um, Instagram is how I uh, how I get all my news for the uh, the Navy Women's Hockey and their Instagram 
is at Navy Women's Hockey. That's you know, it's not it's easy to easy to figure out at Navy Women's Hockey for all their stuff that they're going on. They got some snaps. I like their jerseys. Those jerseys are pretty sick. In any case, um, so that's that's the Navy side of things. The, Na- uh, the Navy women's side of things. Navy men, the D1 team, they'll go uh, on a uh, southeastern Pennsylvania road trip starting January 21st. They'll be up at Temple and then at Westchester on the 21st and 22nd. Uh, meanwhile, the D2 men for Maryland, they will be uh, taking on Delaware the 21st and then the 22nd and 23rd against Xavier, uh, according to the ACHA website. Also, Loyola back in the fold as uh, the women will take on Villanova the 22nd on Saturday. And the Maryland women's squad February 4th against Loyola. Still a couple couple weeks out on that one. So uh, stay tuned for that. But college hockey getting back in full fold. We will have uh, full reports uh, of those games when they do happen. And uh, we are getting to the nitty-gritty for Music City. So you should bet that these games are going to be a nice little... Uh, Nice and nice and nice and spicy, spicy for these games. How about we get to some players? And I was surprised that the New Jersey Titans, very Maryland centric. Um, they have uh, they have Andrew Tackett there from uh, Bowie, Scott Kremen from uh, from Arnold, Maryland, former Mount Saint Joe guy, and Eric Carpentier or uh, Charpentier, depending on how you say it, from Silver Spring. Uh, former Montgomery Blair High School uh, guy as well. So uh, a lot of Maryland facet on that on the back end. Uh, so we got that going for us. Uh, so adding them to the whole thing, it doesn't look like uh, doesn't look like aside from Takis, they had uh, much of a success uh, in that one or, or score line on that, which is fine. You don't have to be an offensive goaltender all the dang time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so just as a nice little note, you got the, you got yourselves a nice little situation going on with that one. Uh, we go to, uh, a Zaverna Park guy, Anthony, uh, Domina. He had himself a, uh, an assist this weekend, uh, against the Aberdeen Wings, both shootout losses for the North Iowa Bulls against the Aberdeen Wings, but an assist, uh, for Domina in this one. Sam Annis had himself a weekend. Two goals, two assists over three games, uh, including Monday a Monday night tilt as we record this. Had a goal against Binghamton on Saturday. On Sunday, a goal and assist against Binghamton, and then a, an assist against Toronto on Monday. And that counts for four points. He's racking them up. 21 points in 29 games. He's getting things going right at the right time, hitting that midseason stride right when he needs it. So uh, 10 points in his last 10 games, six points in his last five. So pretty, pretty big uh Big points for uh, for Mister uh, Mister Annis on this one. Julia Blitz of RPI back at it with her team. They took on Brown at Brown, and she got herself an assist on Saturday night in a four to one victory. That puts her at uh, two goals and three assists on the year. Five points this season so uh pretty good for her in this one so uh as a junior she from uh, potomac almost said Potom- potomac like my uh people always try to confuse and get people it's kind of weird anyway uh so she gets herself an assist as their second half of the season gets started there patrick giles got back to the ice on saturday night against uconn 
one goal and an assist on uh, that game and a four, uh, five to four loss that puts him at 14 points in 19 games this season as BC goes on the back end of their schedule. Aaron Randazzo uh, had a, had a had a game on Saturday night. He did not uh, last long. Gave up uh, two goals in uh, 20 minutes, and that's all she wrote for him. Five saves in that one. Did not uh, did not go back into this uh, into this matchup, and he didn't play on Sunday either in that one. And then Andrew Takis, we know what happened with him. He had himself a uh, quite a weekend. Uh, one win, one loss, uh, 41 saves on Saturday on Friday night, and then 24 saves on Saturday night on that. So there we go. We've done it. Uh, guys, thank you. Thank you again for joining me. Hope you guys had a good week. Uh, hope you guys continue to have a good week. ClutchandCrabHockey.com for all the stuff that's going on there. At ChesapeakeHWPod on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and PodcastMonsters.com. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us Tell your friends. You tell two friends. They'll tell two friends, and so on and so forth. You guys, uh, be good. Stay healthy. Uh, play that clutch and crab hockey, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace.